Welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. Because when your mind and body can work together, it's like magic. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. I'm a registered dietitian and weight loss expert. I'm here to help you up-level your health and wellness, all while making it practical. Each episode, I will give you the tools and resources to become your healthiest and happiest self. We're talking all things nutrition, mind, and body. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso, registered dietitian specializing in helping women lose weight, have more energy, and have better periods through hormone balance and boosting your metabolism. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so happy you're here. Today's going to be a really good episode. Also, if you're new around here, welcome. So happy to have you. We have a ton of good episodes all on hormone balancing, metabolism boosting, weight loss cycle syncing, all the good things. Little life update for you. So I am now 31 weeks pregnant, which is absolutely insane. I feel like this pregnancy has gone by so fast. I know people say that towards the end of your pregnancy, you're just like so ready for it to be over. But right now I am not feeling that at all. I'm feeling like it's going by way too fast. I'm not ready for it to be over yet. I just feel like there's so much to do and not enough time to do it all. Like I've started getting the nursery together and started getting things prepared for the baby but other than that like I just feel like there's just still so much to do. In terms of any symptoms that I'm experiencing right now there has been no real update in terms of my iron levels. I haven't gotten any repeat blood work done but what I'm doing is I'm eating iron rich foods so like red meats. Um, really any type of meat is higher in iron. Eating a lot of spinach, leafy greens, foods that are high in iron. Lentils are really a good source of iron too. So my aunt, I know she listens to the podcast, she made me a lentil soup which was so good so thank you so much. If you're listening. And then I'm eating vitamin C rich foods to help my body absorb the iron. So vitamin C helps your body absorb iron better. So eating those two together is a really good thing to do. And if you are somebody that is cycle syncing or wants to learn about cycle syncing, um, where you take your nutrition and your exercise and sync it up to your menstrual cycle and support where you're at at, at each phase with different nutrition and different exercises, you would want to focus on iron and vitamin C rich foods in your menstrual phase, which is your period when you're losing the blood. So that's something that you can do. So like we said, you know, red meats, chicken, any type of meat, um, and then vitamin C rich foods on top of that. And other than that, my symptoms haven't been bad. I'm getting a little bit more tired, but other than that, yeah, like nothing, nothing crazy. So I am very grateful for that because I know that's not the experience for everybody. But once I was out of the first trimester of the nausea, I've been pretty okay. So like I said, just getting a little bit more tired, a little bit of lower back pain, especially if I like stand too long or, you know, walk around too much, hip pain, but that's it. So I am pretty grateful. And like I said, I'm not ready for the pregnancy to be over just yet. And I have about nine weeks left. So I will keep you updated on any symptoms or anything else that is coming up. Today's episode is going to be about cortisol or our stress hormone because it is so important in terms of our hormone health. And you know, if we want to lose weight or have more energy or have better periods, we need to talk about cortisol or stress. So cortisol is our stress hormone and it is involved in many different functions in the body. So I know it gets a bad rap, 
but it is a necessary hormone. Like we do need it. What it is involved in is it helps control your body's use of fats, protein, and carbohydrates or your metabolism. So it is definitely involved in your metabolism. It helps with suppressing inflammation. It helps our immune response. It helps regulate blood pressure. It helps regulate blood sugar. And it helps control your sleep-wake cycle or your circadian rhythm. So again, it's very important. Like we definitely need cortisol. The issue is when cortisol is out of balance. When cortisol is out of balance, that's when things things go wrong. You can have a weakened immune system. It can mess up our sleep patterns. It can cause inflammation, a slow metabolism, insulin resistance. It's not something that you really want to mess with. And in today's society, the culture we live in, there are a lot of things that do increase our cortisol. So our whole lives are based on how much we're accomplishing, how busy we are, our diet increases stress, our phones, like we're just never shut off. Think about the last time you were just sitting there without your, without watching TV or listening to a podcast, listening to music, watching the news, scrolling on your phone. It's probably not very often, if ever, besides when you're sleeping. All of these things can increase stress and cortisol. So just know that for the rest of this podcast, whenever I say it increases stress, know that I mean the hormone cortisol and vice versa. If I'm saying like cortisol increases, that means like your stress is increased. I'm just going to be using them interchangeably. So while I know and I understand that it's impossible to get rid of stress in your life, there are things that we can do to manage it. And it is so important that we do manage it. Like I said, if you do want to lose weight, if you want to have more energy, if you want to have better periods, if you're somebody who wants to get pregnant in the future, live live a longer, healthier life, then you you need to manage your stress. But I'm not going to be talking about traditional stress management today, like meditate, journal, practice self-care. No, no, no. I'm going to be talking about how to eat in a way to reduce your stress today because I don't think enough people talk about that because there are different forms of stress. It's not just emotional stress like, you know, getting fired from your job or breaking up with your boyfriend. There are also physical stressors that impact your cortisol too, like the way that you're eating. So I want to talk about that today because if you're already somebody that is super stressed and struggling, me telling you to add in a meditation daily, probably not going to be very helpful. So when I got my hormones checked and when I got my hormones tested, my cortisol came back basically in burnout mode. So it was so high for so long that it like crashed basically. So my cortisol was all over the place, so out of balance. Um, So these are some of the things that I did to help manage out my cortisol and to help regulate it. Now I also did some of the other things like the self-care, some of that stuff, but really like I focused more on the nutrition piece and like these physical stressors because there's a lot more in my control. I'm somebody that I've noticed and realized with myself I don't handle stress very well. Um, I definitely get anxious and I get stressed easily. So having these tools has been really, really helpful for me. So let's get into the tips. I have about seven for you today. So the first tip I have is to make sure that you're eating enough food. Under eating is a stress on your body. So not eating enough food throughout the day can put your body into starvation mode. And it also impacts our hormones, specifically thyroid, which is the main hormone involved in your metabolism, leptin and ghrelin, which are our hunger and our fullness hormones. It slows down your thyroid hormone when you're under eating. It increases your hunger hormone and it decreases your fullness hormone. And and do you know what happens when one hormone gets thrown off? Other hormones will pick up the slack to try to compensate. This will increase your cortisol 
which then impacts, you know, estrogen and progesterone, it's honestly, it becomes a mess. So like once one hormone gets thrown off, because they're all interconnected and they're all working together, this can throw off other hormones as well. So like when you're under eating, thyroid is usually the first one to go. So it's usually the first one to, you know, drop or get suppressed. And then the other ones are trying to pick up the slack. This increases your cortisol levels, which then impacts other hormones like estrogen and progesterone. Not to mention that your gut health takes a backseat. If you're eating, if you're not eating enough, your body will save all of the calories it's getting for other life functions like pumping your blood, keeping your heart beating and breathing. It's not going to be focusing on digesting your food. So you're going to experience, you know, a lot of bloating, indigestion things like that. Also, your fertility isn't optimized either. It's not a healthy environment for a baby if you're not eating enough. Your body is focused on survival in this situation, not thrival. So think about if you were running from a tiger. So your body pumps out cortisol, which gives you a boost of glucose or energy so you can run away. So yeah, cortisol impacts your blood sugar, which we're going to get into, but you're not thinking about eating or digesting food, and definitely that is not a safe environment for a baby. So the same thing is happening like your body can't doesn't it doesn't tell the difference between you running from a tiger or you're under eating so your stress hormone goes up like the cortisol is the cortisol like so all these things impact the same in the same way so your gut health gets impacted your fertility gets impacted your thyroid hormones all of your hormones are impacted when you're under eating so that is something that you don't want to do you definitely want to be making sure that you're eating enough food throughout the day. If you have no idea if you're eating enough food, an easy way to tell if you are or not. If you're somebody that's consistently skipping meals, like you're someone who doesn't eat breakfast all the time or you're skipping lunch a lot, probably not eating enough. I always get comments on when I am on Instagram and I post what I'm eating throughout the day. I always get comments like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of food. Like you're probably, if that's <laughs> if that's you, you're, you're probably not eating enough. You probably need to be eating more than you think you do. You can also track your food for a few days to see where you're at and just see how much you're eating on a typical day. That is something that I help my clients do is figure out how much they're eating. Not necessarily all of them are tracking their food, but figuring out how much they're eating and make sure they're eating enough is like one of the first steps. So we go over that inside my coaching program and in Metabolism App. So tip number one, make sure that you are eating enough food throughout the day. Stop skipping meals make sure you're eating enough throughout the day. The second tip I have is to eat mostly whole foods. So processed foods and eating a lot of them can cause inflammation, which is a stress on our body. So we should be focused on eating mostly whole foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, whole sources of protein. We want a good balance of protein, fiber, and healthy fats whenever we're eating. This is a great combination for keeping our blood sugar stable and imbalanced blood sugar is not great for stable cortisol levels. So blood sugar imbalances also increase cortisol. It's honestly one of the main causes of hormone imbalances is when our blood sugar is imbalanced. So processed foods, not eating balanced with enough protein, fiber, and healthy fats, as well as going too long without eating, all impact blood sugar levels, which increases cortisol. So focus on eating a diet rich in whole foods most of the time. Balance out your meals 
else and eat at least every five hours and this will help this will help manage your stress level which brings me to tip number three eat more carbohydrates so specifically complex carbohydrates like oatmeal sweet potatoes white potatoes whole grains and fruit complex carbohydrates are better for our blood sugar control which we just talked about how blood sugar can impact stress but we all but they also have been shown to boost our serotonin which is a neurotransmitter that makes us happy and feel good reducing our stress including more of these complex carbohydrates can also reduce your stress and your cortisol response so again if you've been following me on instagram i really focus on showing you when i'm building my meal that i have a good source of protein my carbohydrate is usually a high fiber carb whenever i can make it so that really helps to keep my blood sugar stable and then the complex carbohydrates like i said can help reduce stress and cortisol by increasing serotonin levels which is super cool so carbs are not bad carbs are not the enemy women need carbohydrates so make sure that you're having them throughout the day tip number four eat more chocolate specifically dark chocolate because studies show that about an ounce of dark chocolate per day can significantly reduce cortisol plus it is also rich in antioxidants which is great for inflammation and reduces the risk of many diseases and and you know a lot of inflammation on our body that's also a stress on our body which increases our cortisol so eating more dark chocolate can help reduce this cortisol response I usually have dark chocolate every single day since I've been pregnant. It's almost like after every single meal, my sweet tooth has been out of control. Um, So I'm trying to focus on dark chocolate as much as I can. Not saying that I don't indulge in things, but um, I am trying to focus on more dark chocolate. Number five, tip number five is to limit caffeine. This is always a touchy subject for people, but caffeine's intake can impact cortisol. So when we drink caffeine, your cortisol response can be higher than if you were to not drink the caffeine so let me explain so let's say you got some bad news that emotional stress is going to spike your cortisol levels well if you were to get the same news but also had caffeine that day your cortisol response can be higher than if you had no caffeine so you're essentially producing more cortisol throughout the day when you have caffeine not to mention that research shows that caffeine especially later in the day but really any time of day can impact your sleep which a reduction and sleep quality also impacts stress and increases cortisol too. And if you just thought, no, I can drink coffee and go to bed. I have no problem with that. It has no effect on me. It's the quality of your sleep that gets impacted. So yeah, you might be falling asleep, but you're not getting as good of sleep. So it's same with like alcohol. I don't know if you've ever (laughs) had too much alcohol and then tried to go to sleep. You like pass out right away, but you're not getting good quality sleep throughout the night. It's kind of like the same thing. You're not getting a good quality of sleep when you're having a lot of caffeine, especially later in the day. So I'm not saying that you have to cut out coffee completely because I absolutely love the taste of coffee. I will not be giving that up. But you can reduce the caffeine, cut back on the amount of caffeine you're having in a day. If you're at, let's say you're at three cups of coffee right now, maybe try to go down to one to two. Or if you have one, maybe try half calf or just switch to decaf. That's what I did. I switched to decaf. I mean, can you remember a time that you went through a day without any caffeine? I forgot what I was listening to the other day or was reading, but it was along the lines of like, if you are somebody that has caffeine all the time and you always have caffeine, you don't know 
you're like without the cap, which is absolutely crazy. Like you don't know what kind of person you are without that caffeine, which is, yeah, so wild. So like I said, I significantly cut back on my caffeine at the start of my hormone balancing journey and I honestly never felt better. I felt more energized without it than I did with it. So if you can and you want to try, you know, a challenge this month, February, we're almost in February, try to cut the caffeine out. Plus you'll have better periods too because caffeine is a prostaglandin, which is what causes the cramping. So you might have better periods as well. So tip number six is to slow down and eat more mindfully. So people often miss this one, but the way that you're eating also impacts your stress. Eating always on the go, eating fast, get to get back to work or whatever you're doing can impact stress and raise your cortisol. Also eating while scrolling on your phone, watching TV and working can impact cortisol. I'm definitely guilty of eating while working or you know while scrolling on my phone. This is one that I'm constantly constantly working on but I do try to have at least one meal without distraction and try to slow down and actually eat the food. So typically for me this meal is dinner time just because you know I'm sitting with my husband for dinner but and then like breakfast and lunch usually I am working but again something that I'm always trying to work on the other thing that I do want to mention is chew your food so digestion begins in your mouth so if you have a lot of digestive issues like bloating or indigestion this will help you a lot if you just chew your food properly most people don't do that which is crazy Uh, but yeah slowing down and eating more mindfully can help activate the parasympathetic nervous system which is the rest and digest nervous system so it'll help you digest better help you rest help lower your cortisol when you are not eating on the go all the time and slowing down and being more mindful while you eat. Also tend to eat a little bit less when you do that too. Now the last tip I have for you today is trying to include adaptogens. So adaptogens are plant-based substances that help your body manage stress better. So they help your body respond to cortisol and help manage the cortisol response. Some common ones that you may have heard about because they are becoming more popular are ashwagandha, rhodiola, or holy basil but please 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 ask your doctor before taking any supplements at all these ones specifically they do interact with medications some can cause high blood pressure some are not safe during pregnancy for example so just be careful talk to your doctor before you know taking any supplement so in summary yeah there are a lot of things that impact our cortisol levels which is why most of us have high cortisol levels and have all these hormone imbalances but there's also a lot of things that you can do to manage it it's not just those traditional like meditate do yoga you know like you know sit in quiet for three hours a day like you don't have to do that you can there's a there are a lot of things that you can do in terms of the way that you're eating to help balance out your cortisol so just in summary i know that was like a lot of information so definitely making sure that you're eating enough food throughout the day balancing out your blood sugar by eating a lot of protein high fiber carbohydrates and healthy fats and eating every like three to five hours that one will help also make sure that you're eating enough if you're eating every three to five hours you're not skipping meals that'll make sure that you're eating enough so those two kind of go hand in hand um eating carbohydrates every time pretty much every time we're eating we should be having some kind of protein and carbohydrates 
carbohydrate, preferably a high fiber carbohydrate, but carbohydrates can increase our serotonin, eating more dark chocolate, trying to limit caffeine or even cutting it, cutting it out completely, eating more mindfully and slowing down when we're eating, and then if recommended by your doctor, trying some adaptogens to help you manage your stress levels better. Um, so you don't have to do all of these things. Start with one if that feels better to you, whatever, whatever you like to do. This is all stuff that I go over inside Metabolism Magic, which is my self-paced course on helping you balance out your hormone, boost your metabolism so that you can lose weight, have more energy, and have better periods. And the, the unique thing is, is that course really is designed to help you pick a plan that fits into your lifestyle. So I give you all the information, but like I really help you implement it. So make sure that it's practical for you. And I'm not just like, you're not just going to be getting all this information and like, hey, here's everything that you need to start doing right now. No, it's very practical, really help you implement into your lifestyle and pick what works for you and your lifestyle. Also, if you do need more help with that, I am... I do have a couple of spots open for one-on-one coaching and I'm doing a pop-up promotion right now for my one-on-one coaching. There's a new, I structured it a little bit different because I am getting so close to my maternity leave that for the month of February, I'm doing a one-month coaching container, which will be a very high touch. Like we will literally have 24-7 contact (laughs) through this whole month of coaching. So you get coaching calls with me via Zoom. You have access to me basically, like I said, 24-7 throughout the whole program and I'll help you with whatever your goal is. So, you know, we can work on weight loss. We can work on more energy. We can work on having better periods. We can work on fertility, whatever your goal is. We can work on reducing your stress, like whatever we talked about today. All these things are part of my method anyway, but, or we can work on all of those things. So the, the cool thing about, I know the metabolism magic is basically what I teach my one-on-one clients, but then, you know, the one-on-one coaching is just, you know, you get access to me and we can really customize it 100% to you. So like I said, there is that promo going on for the month of February. Right now there is a special, you know, price going on. So they'll both will be linked in the show notes, Metabolism Magic and the application for one-on-one coaching. But the one-on-one coaching, like I said, I have limited, limited spots. So you definitely want to make sure that you get in now. The prices will be going up next week for one-on-one coaching. But that is all I have for you today. If you have any questions, come reach out to me on Instagram at naturallynatalie.rd or if you just learned anything you start implementing this and you feel better let me know I always love hearing from you guys again at at naturallynatalie.rd I hope you have the best day ever bye thank you so much for pushing play today if you enjoyed this podcast I'd so appreciate a five-star review so I can help more people Also, come join me on Instagram and TikTok at naturallynatalie.rd so we can connect. Thank you guys. I hope you have the best day ever. Goodbye.